0: Thought leaders are really people who are, are here to share their thoughts and impact the world, right? So if you have a belief, an insight, a, a message that you believe can, sh- can impact the world or impact the people of this world, then share that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true thought leadership. It's not holding back.
1: Welcome back to the Strong Babe Collective podcast, where we are here to chat all the tools, tricks, and tangible steps that will help you call in the freedom, impact, and abundance you are here for. My name is Taylor Ray. I'm a coach, course creator, and your host, and I'm here to help you blend strategy with spirituality so that you can step into your power fully. Every week, you'll hear from me and our incredible guests on the show. So let's dive right into today's episode. <laughs> Hello, you beautiful human. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so thrilled that you are here and tuning in, of course, in divine timing. If this is the first time that we are meeting, then welcome, my love. I'm so excited that you are here and we are just about to embark on the most beautiful journey together, helping you step into that freedom, that impact, the abundance that you are so worthy of. And of course, if you are tuning back in a longtime listener, I freaking love you. I adore you. Thank you so much for being here. My love, I feel very honored. Honored to be able to bless your little ears with today's interview. Honestly, as you can tell, we've been incredibly blessed on the podcast lately to have some absolutely incredible guests, and today's guest is no exception. In today's interview, I am sitting down with the beautiful Ruby Framon. She is an activation expert, a coach, and a mentor for conscious leaders. What is a conscious leader, you may ask? Well, stay tuned. Keep your ears peeled and you will soon find out. Ruby's mission is to give the world a voice. She is a top breakthrough coach and activation expert for purpose-driven leaders who are ready to bring their big missions into the spotlight. Her no-bullshit approach ignites true transformation while flipping fear into actualized ambition and doubt into absolute confidence trust me when i say you are going to get so much of this magic from listening to this episode we dive into so many topics that are really going to help you to make that transformation within yourself Ruby works with leaders from artists to entrepreneurs who are ready to activate their voice, unleash their missions, and gain the conviction to lead their purpose. Having worked with hundreds of clients, she is a catalyst for change and hugely successful at helping her clients to embody radical resiliency and an unstoppable mentality. She was named an inspirational woman by the Huffington Post and an icon of influence at the 2018 New Media Summit. Ruby was the visionary behind the annual three-day transformative leadership event, Amplified Soul, live, and she is the founder of the Thought Leader Collective and the host of today's Thought Leader podcast, where she uses her bold, no-nonsense approach to help leaders rise up, fulfill their missions, and make their voices heard. Now, if you think all of that sounds amazing, just you wait until we dig into the goodness inside of this episode. We're talking so much inside of this episode about breaking through limiting beliefs, really leaning into intention rather than hustle, living your truth, coming from a place of service, really understanding what it means to be a thought leader, and really defining a new way of looking at success. We talk about all of this plus so much more, and I'm honestly so grateful to be able to share it with you because there are so many takeaways that you're really going to be able to apply to your life in order to make the transformation and the up levels that i know that you know are waiting for you before we do get into all the goodness inside of the episode i just want to let you in on something exciting that's coming up it's because we're girls you know we're high vibe besties we hang out every single week and this is my go-to for announcing all the exciting little things coming up and Oh my gosh, love, the things that I have that are coming very soon for you are out of this world. I'm gonna be opening up some new and exciting ways to work with me, both in group settings and also in a one-on-one container where I'm gonna be holding space for women who know it is time to take that next step into the freedom, impact, and abundance they are here for. I'm holding space for the women who are ready to unapologetically rise, to do what it is that they know that they are here to do, to have the impact that they're here to have, and to step into the abundance that they know is waiting for them. I'm not going to go into too many details right now, but what I will tell you is that I'm going to be opening applications very soon for something very exciting where I'm going to be guiding women who are ready to step into their purpose to grow and build their businesses up to and beyond five figure months and to really step into the impact and the income they are here for. If this sounds like something that you would be interested in, then definitely make sure you are on my mailing list because the details will be announced there first. Okay. Make sure you get your butt on that mailing list. If you are not already on it, you can head to strongbabe.co forward slash mailing list. And that is where I will be announcing the first opportunities to get those applications in. So go, go, go right now. The link is in the show notes, strongbabe.co forward slash mailing list. You can pop yourself on my mailing list. I send out little nuggets of absolute wisdom, gem, magic, manifesting, energy, all the good stuff that's really going to help you already to start to take some of those steps. I just literally send out free content there all the time that will really help. You, I love sending out those newsletters and I love the feedback that I get from you, babes, with all the little things, the tangible tips, tools, tricks that I send you and how it actually already helps. But it's also the place where all the goodness is going to be revealed first. So definitely head to the link in the show notes, get yourself on the mailing list and stay tuned because the announcement that I have that is coming soon, you are going to love. If you love this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would take the time to leave a review over on iTunes, rate it five stars, and let me know your biggest takeaway. It also means the world to see you babes loving these podcasts over on your Insta stories. So if at any point you find a part that you absolutely love, it creates a huge shift in you, or you just get something magical out of it, definitely take a screenshot of the episode, share it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Tayloray Peters so that I see it, so that I know you're loving it, and so so that I can connect with you over in the DMs. All right, my love, without any further ado, let's welcome the beautiful Ruby Framon to the podcast. Beautiful Ruby, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I am so excited that you are here. I've been a long time follower over on Instagram
0: and I'm thrilled to get you on the show. I'm really excited and honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, honestly, my pleasure. And I'm really excited.
1: There's so much about you that I love, your authenticity, the way that you show up, the messages that you just share from such a place of truth. And I'm really excited to be able to share that with our listeners here on the podcast. So I would love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself, what it is that you do and how you show up as a thought leader.
0: Yeah, so I am a coach and mentor for thought leaders. I'm an activation expert and a a speaker. And the premise of my work is really that leadership is best done by being, not by doing. And so I work with the new generation of leaders, people who really feel called to create an impact in this world, and I support them in doing that their way. Not anyone else's way, but their way. By uncovering the message from within themselves, by activating their voice, by activating their gifts, by activating their purpose, their mission, their calling—all that it resides within them—and then helping them lead from that space, rather than who they think they need to be, how they need to, how they think they need to show up, um, but from a very heart-centered, aligned, grounded, and um, uh, space of, of being, you know, of being who you are, being the epitome of your message, of your work, of your, um, of, of your purpose. So that is the work that I do. And I absolutely love it. It's, um, it feels like it's taken me my entire life to get here, which it probably has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it happens in divine
1: timing so that you can be what you need to be for those people. And exactly. I'm sure that everyone listening will agree with me right now. Like the passion in your voice, it's something that I was very drawn to when I first, I didn't even know how I connected to you on social media. I think it might have been a sponsored story that came through. And I was like, oh my gosh, this chick, like your energy, your power, your fire is everything. And that's why I've reached out to you um, because I just, I love the way that you show up. And I think, you know, as a coach, that's like one one of the most important things that you can be doing is, you know, showing up as the full expression of yourself because that's what enables your clients to do the same. Um, and I would love as well, like talk to us a little bit about what it means to like activate yourself because I want to dive a little bit deeper into what you mean when you say being, because I Mm -hmm. love that. And I think we can get very caught up in the doing rather than the Mm -hmm. being. And it's a conversation that I've had recently with one of my clients, you know, to be who you are, not what everybody else expects you to be or what you think other people want you to be. So I'd love for you to dive a little bit more into that.
0: Into the being? Yes. So, you know, we live in a society and um, a collective, you know, humanity where we're taught and programmed to do, you know, um, do this and it, you'll get this. Uh, we're taught and programmed to do the thing so we can have the thing and then be whatever it is that we want to be, right? Um, go to school to have the degree and then be happy and successful or mm. financially free. I mean, I can share this in so many different ways, but this is, we live in a do, have, be, like society. Everyone is doing, everyone is hustling, everyone is chasing, everyone <laughs> is chasing something. And they're losing sight of being like who are you being in any given moment who are you being right now as you're listening to this podcast who are you being in the conversations that you're having with people with your clients with those that you're here to serve who are you being when you're showing up in social media are you being who you truly are or are you being uh, of overly filtered version of yourself because you believe that you need to appease the masses, or because you actually have insecurities, or because you actually lack confidence, right? And so we have people who are just projecting their insecurities into the space through overfiltering of of their images and their posts and their videos, and that's not true leadership, you know. And we're seeing this reflected in our society as a whole. We're seeing this reflected in politics. We're seeing this reflected in our entire planet, and it's time for things to change. It's time for humanity to start to live from a place of being, of under and that starts by understanding who you are. That starts by cultivating that deep relationship with who you are so that you can move from have do be into be do have. And like if you want to be happy, what can you do to be happy in this moment right now? And that could be as simple as thinking of a certain memory or a thought. And you can have happiness right now. Mm-hmm. Rather than trying to go after the things to get something that you think is going to give you happiness, that it doesn't work that way, and we see this failing time and time again. People chasing money and then not finding happiness. So whatever it is that you want at the end of the day, give yourself that now. Be that now. If you are a see yourself as a leader, uh, you have a mission. Be the epitome of your mission, be the fullest expression of your mission. I would be doing my audience and my clients a complete disservice if I didn't show up at my fullest expression. Mm. Um, so not just a disservice to myself, but I would be disservice, doing a disservice to those that I'm actually here to serve. And so you have to lead by being the example. You have to lead by walking through the fire first. You have to lead by crawling through the fucking mud first. Mm. That's how we lead. Mm. Um, and so that to me is, is um, being versus doing. And as our society and our collective and humanity is now diving into uh, a more, uh, a space of, of heightened awareness, the time is now to then step into being to really take ownership of who we are and how we show up and really take ownership of the control that we have and the power that we do have to create shifts within ourselves, which then will create the ripple of shifts that we want to see in our external lives.
1: Mm, Yeah. So freaking powerful. Oh my gosh.
0: I (laughs) love what you said about shifting from do have, do have be into be, do be into be, do have. And it's like, you know, everything, if you think about anything in our life, it's like you have to have the money to do the thing and then be happy. You mm-hmm. have to have the degree to do the job to be fulfilled. Yeah, You know, this is how our, our lives are structured and we can do it a different way. Mm, like we don't have to wait to have things to be happy or be fulfilled. We don't have to wait to have a successful business to find that fulfillment mm-hmm. or find the freedom within ourselves. Right? Yeah. You want financial freedom? Try try first stepping into a sense of freedom within yourself and that comes from being fully expressed, right? Uh-huh. Like I, I feel free because I, I give myself the freedom to say whatever the fuck I want to say. Yeah. That's That's exactly it, and
1: I think if you've just hit the nail on the head where it's like it's about realizing and it's one of the biggest things as well, like we talk a lot about manifestation and everything like that, and people thinking like I'll be happy when x y Z and it's you know, oh, I will attract this sort of thing, and I'll just think about it and focus it's like you need to focus on what you need to be right now because you attract what you are, and if you aren't shifting yourself into that being state then you're always, no matter what it is that you call in, you're always going to have that lack of fulfillment within because you're forever going to put it into this thing that you feel is far away from you. Like you've got to get to something else before you're going to be happy or before you're going to be fulfilled or before you're going to feel abundant. And I think that's just such a powerful shift right there. It's like, you know, start to focus on what you're being rather than all those different little things that you need to do in order to be something. So I think that our listeners can really take a lot away from that. Um, And in terms of that, you know, with you know realizing maybe that you're not being that fully self-expressed version of you what are some of the steps that people can start taking once they realize like okay maybe I'm not acting in the way that serves me best and I want to start to shift what could they do there
0: i mean it really just starts by you getting to know yourself just like you would get to know any other human being on this planet in a relationship in a friendship like you need to get to know who you are and so this is really about getting real with yourself about what are the things that you believe to be true what are your values? What, what do you value most in life? And for the majority of people, if you haven't ever assessed your values and beliefs, you'll be surprised because your values and beliefs are most likely the values and beliefs of those who raised you or the teachers who have shown up in your life or other people or society, and they're not actually yours. And so you need to uncover what is it that you believe? Mm-hmm. What is it that you value because those things are unconsciously driving you to make the choices that you make. So for example, um, I used to believe that success um, would only come to you through hard work, through mm-hmm. sacrifice, because this is what I was raised um, around this is the belief that i was raised around you know my dad had this uh belief we are an immigrant family and um he worked really hard to build our lives in canada where i was raised and um i saw him sacrifice so much and so i created this belief that okay in order to be successful in order to have money in order to have abundance in order to um You know, take care of family. We need to sacrifice. We need to work hard, and so for a long time, that was the belief that I carried into all of my entrepreneurial endeavors, into all of my businesses, into everything that I did. At one time, I was working three different jobs, one of which was owning my own business. You know, and this was in my early twenties. And sure, I've I've always you know I feel blessed to say that I've always been successful because I've always worked for it and now i've discovered a different way and now i've chosen to adopt a different belief but it wasn't until i became aware of that belief that this was housed within me that i was able to start to shift it mm-hmm. right so every single choice that you're making in your life is is influenced by a belief that you have or by something that you value yeah you know and and you need to get to know yourself on that level to really understand what do i believe to be true what do i value most in life and if You can even just identify your top five values and then take an audit of your life and your business. You may notice some things that could be shocking. You know, if you value, um, so, majority of your listeners are women. So, if you, women, okay, this one goes out to you. Mm -hmm. So, I've worked with a lot of women and um, they sacrifice a lot for their businesses. And they're left feeling really, really unfulfilled. And you have to get real with yourself. If you have a family, for example, if, if you have children and you have a family, what's in your top five values? Do you value, is family your number one value and then purpose your second or third? Because if that's the case and you're sacrificing your family for your purpose, then you're, of course you're gonna feel off balance. Of course you're gonna feel incongruent. Of course you're gonna feel misaligned. So you need to understand what's actually really, truly important to you and not have shame around that. Like really own it. For me, family above everything. If it ever came down to my family, my husband, and my business, I would pick my family. Okay. Yeah. And you know, this is why I picked a husband who fully supports my vision <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because my vision is also in my, in my top five values. And so we need to understand who we are in order to start leading by being, because that starts by us leading our own lives first. So we need to get congruent with the choices that we're making, the decisions that we're making and how we're choosing to show up. And that can only happen by getting real with yourself about what you believe, what you value, who you are.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And honestly, like if you're listening to this and you're kind of like, do, 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 like walking around or maybe doing the shopping or you're doing the dishes or you're on the treadmill, I want you to maybe even just like go back about two minutes and listen to what Ruby just said. Like listen to the questions that she prompts you to actually ask yourself, because I think it's really easy in day-to-day life, things going on. It's very easy to hear the things that you're saying and to hear those questions and go, oh yeah, my values, yeah, cool, and just keep on moving. But it's actually about assessing them, taking a good hard look at where your values are. And so many beautiful questions that you just said that you can actually start to ask yourself, like go away from this episode and Apply it to your life like take the time to actually make that assessment and see like Ruby said, you know Where do your values lie and what are you prioritizing because like you said if you're prioritizing things that aren't in alignment with your values That's where the incongruency is going to lie That's where you're going to have that lack of fulfillment or you know Like you're not achieving enough or like you're not fulfilled enough or you don't have enough love in your life And it's all going to come down to how you're prioritizing those values Mm -hmm. Um, It's incredible to me because I just spent four days at Tony Robbins um, unleash the power within Mm -hmm. holy shit have you been yes Yes, oh my gosh, he's phenomenal. And it just, everything that you're saying is so in alignment with everything that he talks about. And it's a lot of the things that I think, as well, especially for those of us, all of us who are, most of you who are listening, you know, you've got big goals, you've got big dreams, big desires, big wishes to show up in the world in a certain way to have an impact, whether you are in a career, family, business, anything like that. And I think that it can be really easy to forget these things that you're speaking about. And I think that that's one of the most powerful things about you is that you really you know, you speak to people who are there to be leaders, but you really set the foundation for what it means to actually be a conscious leader. And that to me is so powerful because it's very easy to go in and to be hustling and grinding and hitting your goals and all those sorts of things, but not building it on a sturdy foundation. And I would love for you to open up a little bit about, you know, being a conscious leader and what it actually means to be a thought leader.
0: Yeah. So, um, we have conscious leaders and we have unconscious leaders. And the unconscious leaders I prefer to call self conscious leaders um, because they're leading by strictly by ego. Whereas conscious leaders, you're leading by being, you're leading by your purpose, you're leading by your cause. That is the utmost importance to you. And um, you'll do whatever it takes to make that happen, but you show up in a way that uh, where you value integrity over popularity, you value congruency over just image. I can't tell you how many, um, quote unquote leaders I have met who literally have tens of thousands of followers, um, who really are not congruent when you meet them in person. Yeah. Um, and it's all talk. And when you get to know them, you realize like, wow, this, this is, this doesn't feel integral. And that's not what our world needs right now. And social media just makes it far too easy for us to do that to ourselves. Social media makes it really easy for us to show up as whoever we want to show up as. And it's up to us to have the integrity to show up as who we are. Um, Thought leaders are really people who are, are here to share their thoughts and impact the world, right? So if you have a belief, an insight, a, a message that you believe can sh- can impact the world or impact the people of this world, then share that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true thought leadership. It's not holding back, it's sharing. Um, and that comes with more ease when we become more confident in who we are, in our ability to share you know, it's not that I've been this way my entire life. I have not, this is like relatively new in the span of my life. Um, I would say, you know, I only started expressing my voice in the, I would say 2013. Um, and it's just been an unraveling process since of becoming more and more expressed in my truth, but that's been possible. It's become possible because I've taken the time throughout those years to get to know myself, to do the deep inner work that a lot of people um, avoid. And I, and I love that you made that reflection about me um, really supporting the leaders and building the foundation. I can't tell you like hundred percent of the clients that I've worked with um, have shifted their values after working with me. Mm-hmm. And, and we, a lot of people will hear this and they'll be like, oh, I know what I value. And it's like, no, do you really though? Like, have you really done this work or have you built on top of a shaky foundation? Yeah. And so it's really important as leaders that we build a solidified foundation that is, is really essentially our f- most fully expressed selves so that everything that we build on top of this, you know, the programs that offers the image, the the presence, the, the videos, the podcasts, whatever it is that we put out there is actually coming from our true essence.
1: Mm, yeah, definitely, and honestly, because like you said, like if you're not doing that, all the things that you create and put out into the world later, like they do sit on top of such a shaky foundation, and mm-hmm. that's where later on down the track, it can be very like, what am I even doing like do, like? does this even align with me? Why am I doing this? Is it for the wrong reasons? Or you know, you go into it and you want to create something, but you're creating it from a place that ultimately isn't about coming from a place of service. It's more like, well, what can I get, how does this feel my ego? And there's going to be some sort of time that it's going to come up along the way where you will look at yourself and go, Oh shit, this this isn't in alignment with me. And you're gonna to have to reassess those sort of things. And so I think really getting that right sooner rather than later, like as soon as you possibly can, basically from the moment that you listen to this podcast. Take action on it, like actually, and it doesn't matter. Like if you've been in business for a while and you haven't sat down and gone and looked at your value, it's not too late. It's not like you know. And I know what it can be like, especially you know, with the entrepreneurial journey. Especially if you're growing really quickly, you sort of like go into it, you get started, you're like, here we go, and it's sort of just growing, 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 and then you're like, oh my gosh, like I haven't taken any time to sort of sit down and look at my values. It doesn't mean like, oh well, you missed your boat. Let's like, no, stop now, reassess, and take the time to look at what's actually important to you. So. I love that so much. I really, really think that's a really valuable thing that people can definitely take away. Um, You mentioned a little bit about like your journey and, you know, the fact that this sort of started for you in 2013. Can you give us a little bit of a picture as to what things were like before, how you got to where you were in 2013 when you actually decided to share your message? Because I feel like for many who maybe want to start sharing and want to step into that conscious thought leadership but maybe feel like their journey doesn't, qualify, quote unquote, qualify them to be a leader or to show up and shine a certain light. I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey and share with our listeners, you know, no matter where you're at, you know, there's something out there
0: for you and it doesn't really matter where you've been. It's where you're going. Yeah, definitely. Um, first of all, there are no qualifications that make you a leader. Like, let's just get that straight. Right. Um, leadership is, is who you're being and, um, you get to take on that role by who you're being. Yeah. And so really this, this all, I mean, my, my entire life has been one where I struggled with depression, anxiety of feeling misunderstood of being raised in a culture um, that was very different than the country that I um, was raised in. So feeling really misunderstood. And uh, 2012 is when I really hit uh, a rock bottom that shifted my life. I was hovering at rock bottom for a long time in 2012, I hit rock bottom. So in 2012, um, I ended the most abusive relationship i'd ever been in. Um, I was in a series of abusive relationships. This one was by far the worst. Um, it was a a relationship that spanned four years. I was a stepmom. Uh, it was very traumatic and when it ended, um, I was an addict and i didn't know it mm-hmm. and I worked in nightlife i was a Marketing promotions manager and event producer. I used to host, you know, 7,000 person raves, small concerts, intimate events, loved it, and also um, had developed some pretty interesting coping mechanisms, mm. um, both to manage my depression and anxiety, um, and also really just be in that type of a space all the time. You know, my, my days would start at 10 a.m. and would end at 10 a.m. sometimes. yeah, It was a very different space. And uh when I hit rock bottom in 2012, when I ended that relationship, I really came face to face with the realization um, that I had created that life for myself. You know, I was there in the pits of rock bottom realizing that the guy that I was in love with had been abusing me for this long, but also had cheated on me with multiple other women, most of which were my friends. So here I was feeling super alone, Um, no coping mechanisms other than masking and um, really coming face to face with that realization that, wow, I created this. Like no one's forcing me, no one forced me to stay with him. No one forced me to stay with any of my exes. No one force is forcing me to numb my pain and drugs and alcohol. No Mm. one's forcing me to stay out for days upon, and no one's forcing me to, um, you know, make the choices that I was choice choosing. The, these were all decisions and choices that I made. And then I got to realize like, wow, if I'm making these choices and decisions, then what do I believe? Mm. Right. And so that's when I came to the conclusion that I was making choices and decisions based on how worthy I felt Yeah, and I didn't feel worthy. And so I was making choices and decisions in all areas of my life that um, would match the vibration of of someone who wasn't worthy. And so my journey then became one of self-love at 2012 was learning how to love myself, learning how to see myself, learning how to look at myself in the mirror and really see the woman in the reflection and even that was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, I just began. And, and in 2012, I, I started um, writing on Tumblr. So I had already acquired a mass following on social media just from the promotions work that I was doing. And so I didn't want to share anything about what I was going through there, because everyone knew me a certain way. Yeah, and I started sharing on Tumblr because Tumblr felt safe. Um, I had a pseudo name and I just kind of treated it as a dear diary. Um, I would write um, what are now known as love punches, but actually first began as Ruby isms in 2012. And I would just write quotes that really summed up what I was feeling. I would write mini blog posts. Um, and one day I just had the courage to share that on my Facebook. And um, essentially I was sharing on Tumblr really to hold myself accountable to my journey. Mm. And what I realized by sharing it on Facebook and making it known that this was me um, was how it was serving other people. I received messages from you know, world famous DJs that I had worked with. Um, who said, wow, like I'm actually struggling with the same things. Mm. Um, I received messages from people. I didn't know messages from people. I did know. And that's when I realized, wow, there's something, it's not only freeing for me to be able to just like, like express how I'm feeling, but it's also providing other people with a connection with the um, idea that they are being seen. Because they see themselves through me. And that has been my wound. My core wound is like people don't see me. And so the gift then really is me being able to see others. And so that's really how it started in terms of me sharing. And from there, I decided to go into coaching. I decided that this was my jam. This is what I want to do. I put I threw myself into personal and spiritual development head on, um, going through all of it myself first and continuing to be open and share and um it's just like i said been an unraveling of me getting co- more and more comfortable in my own skin me activating more and more of my voice and of my gifts and and showing up in a way where i feel truly unleashed and unapologetic and this isn't about not giving a fuck this is because i give a fuck yeah you know, i share because i give a fuck and the people who don't resonate with me cool like I'm not your jam. That's it. But, but that's it. Yeah. And then this is <laughs> the mentality to the take. And I mean, you have to understand this purpose that you have, this mission, this cause, this message, it was gifted to you and you and only you can share this to the world, the way in which it's meant to be shared. And so you can take on that responsibility or you don't, I mean, that's a choice. I chose to take it on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Something that you and I agree on massively. It's something I say all the time. And I did read it in some of your content as well. Like your choice is your power. Like Mm -hmm. you get to define your entire life by the choices that you make. And, you know, obviously, you know, even just listening to that story, you know, there's so much that you've been through where you had the opportunity to roll over and go, Oh, like, why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm. You know, And to just go, okay, well that's that. And to just stay in that space, but you made the choice to move yourself out of it and to start to approach things differently and to align yourself with where it is that you wanted to go. And what I love is that, you know, originally it started out as something that was just for you mm-hmm. and then realize, Oh my goodness, like this is actually needed by other people because you put yourself out there in total vulnerability and was so happy to be like, okay, like, shit, this feels scary. I'm nervous about doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to put it on my social media. And that's where the response happened. And that's where people were like, Hey, this is, this is actually something. And, you know, that's definitely same journey for me is exactly what happened with me. with starting an Instagram account off the back of a breakdown, which then became a podcast, you know, and so I can so resonate with that. And for our listeners who, you know, feel, you know, you've gone through something or you feel called to something and you want to share, but you feel a little bit scared. It comes back to what Ruby was saying earlier, where it's really important to realize, like, if you don't show up and you don't share, like, that's not just a disservice to you. It's a disservice to those that need you. And it's on you to actually show up and share the message that you have because it's happened for a reason. And you've gone through everything that you've gone through for a reason to be the version of you that you are today, to step up and to share. Mm -hmm. And that's what you did. And look at you. Like that's why you're so unapologetically yourself. And that's why you call in people that are so aligned with you. And that's where you get to come from that place of service and have the impact that you're here to have. And I love that. And it sort of brings me to my next question where I really wanted to talk about victim mindset. And that's something that I would love for you to expand on a little bit, like what it is. And, you know, for those that are maybe been struggling with stories that they've been telling themselves their entire life, um, what are some of the steps that they can use to start moving through that?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So victim mindset is when we get stuck in the why me. Uh, It's when we get stuck in the finger pointing, the blaming. And um, this isn't to say that some of the things that have happened to you are your fault. I am not a fan of that belief. I'm not a fan of we call in certain things. Some people, that's just their karma and that's what they do and their actions. We we don't have to take responsibility for their actions. So your traumas, your wounds, stuff that has happened to you, it sucks and it happened, right? So you can become fixated on why did it happen or you can become fixated on what am I going to do about it now, right? Like, i've been there I was uh molested by a perfect stranger at the age of ten that's when my pe- that's when my anxiety started that's when my de- my depression started that's when a lot of things started happening I've lost a brother by choice not by death i've got you know I've been abused by multiple men i've been an addict like there's been so many things I've had women um you know cheat with my boyfriends like there's just mm-hmm. so many stupid so much stupid shit that's happened in my life and like I get to take responsibility for my part in it. And that's what it means to take ownership. The victim will never take ownership for anything. And when I say take ownership, again, I don't mean take ownership for the thing that happened to you, but take ownership for now where you are. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, that sucks. And what are you going to do about it? Where are you going to go from here? And this applies to everything that we do, right? Like this isn't just like getting over your traumas or your wounds, but in business, I see this all the time. Like entrepreneurs complaining that other people have it easy or other people are just naturally gifted or other people are just better at video. It's like, okay. And (laughs) (laughs) you get to also own your gifts, but you have to recognize what that is. So stop pointing the finger. And start looking within yeah, and having the courage to do so and and to own your shit.
1: Yeah, totally. It's all about what's going on internally. Like stop looking at what's going on externally. And <laughs> I love how you brought that to like, you know yes okay we all know victim mentality especially with you know traumas and things that have gone on but we can be creating our own victim mentality in the day to day when it comes to mm-hmm. our success the success of our business the abundance that we're bringing in the impact that we're having all down to exactly what you were saying like mm-hmm. looking at other people and being like oh they probably had it easier because their parents were in business or that person's got it easier because she works with their partner and he's a videographer, Mm -hmm. like all those sort of stories you see so much. And I think that that's a really, it's such a paramount thing. And just a little shift that people can really realize is like, if you're telling yourself those stories, like that's still playing into that victim mentality. So pull yourself up. Don't allow yourself to fall into the stories that do not serve you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's just, yeah, a really, really powerful thing. And I wanted to speak a little bit about what true success means to you. Cause I'm pretty sure that you've got a bit of a different definition about success, not being just the normal typical measurements or money measurements and things like that. So if you could expand on what success means to you, that would be great.
0: Yeah. For me, success at the end of the day is, is freedom and freedom is from what I have learned just through my own journey um, is found within. You know, I, I can, sure I can acquire financial freedom and do all the things that I want, but if I don't have that freedom within myself to be myself, then I'm never going to feel free. Yeah. So for me, true success is, is freedom. It's also time because time is important to me. And because I value family so much, you know, I, 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 I used to work around the clock. I used to hustle in other businesses that I owned and now I, um, work with intention. You know, I end my work days at 5.30 p.m. I start my work days at 9.30 a.m. And from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. is me time. You know, mm-hmm. I wake up at 4.30, I spend time on myself and I've created all these boundary, boundaries and structures in the way in which I run my business because I value my growth and I value my health and I value my freedom and I value my time. And so I don't want to build something that's going to suck all of that out. Um <laughs> So for me like success is is that feeling of freedom. Success is like whatever the feeling is that you're chasing whether it's happiness, joy, bliss, ease, freedom, whatever it is. That is what success is. Right? It's it's not the money because the money is just a means to get something, but the thing isn't guaranteed to help you achieve the feeling that you're actually truly chasing. Mm-hmm. And for me, my entire life, I've been chasing freedom, you know, not having the freedom to speak my truth in my culture and in my, uh, in my cultural society, in my religious upbringing and not being able to voice my opinions and not being able to, um, voice how I really feel. Mm-hmm. And in fact, being shunned or punished for it. And so my entire life has been like quieting my voice. And so of course my mission in life and, and the thing that's going to make me feel the best is, is freedom. And so if I can give that to myself in my day-to-day life, Then I'm gonna do that. Yeah,
1: I absolutely love it. And I think that you absolutely, you just hit it when it's like, you know, a lot of the time people do think that it is money that they are chasing. And a lot of the time you do hit that monetary level and you still feel like something's missing and you know, you're like, okay, must be the next level. And you sort of just keep pushing yourself and you're like this mm-hmm. this pit in you, like that lack of fulfillment. Why, why do I feel like I've still got this thing that just doesn't feel like it's quite right. And it's because you're chasing the wrong thing. And a lot of the time when we focus just on the monetary goals, number one, we don't really focus on coming from that place of service and that place of impact. But number two, ultimately it's coming from a scarcity mindset because you're coming from a place of not having enough. So even when you hit maybe the monetary goal that you have, you go, okay, that's good, but now I want more. And now I'll I'll feel abundant when I get to here and all those sorts of things rather than going like, what's the underlying values, which brings us back the things that are actually important to me. And how can I align with those knowing that money is a byproduct of that money is energy. When you show up, when you serve, you get to call in money. Like that is what Mm -hmm. happens. It's a byproduct of it. And I think that's just a really powerful thing is to, really focus on what is important to you and align with that rather than the typical approaches to success that maybe get really portrayed a lot through social media and other people maybe in your industry that you might be following in Potentially comparing yourself to, which is a yes, as well. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, so many of the people, FYI, who are posing in their freaking cars and their airplanes, they buy those photo shoots. FYI, okay, yeah. let's just get <laughs> one thing straight. Um, you know, I'm I, Lamborghini, <laughs> right? Like, I, I am happy and fulfilled sleeping next to my husband each and every single night. That yep. to me is success. Yeah, you know, I, I am surrounded by people that I love and I'm healthy. That is success. And the money, yes, exactly like you said, is a byproduct. That's it. That's exactly it. That's it. And I think when we can really
1: come into that and we can really feel into that, you find that abundance and that fulfillment and that love and that joy and that blissful state where you are right now. And then everything else gets to be a lot easier. Suddenly you don't feel like you're chasing so much, but you're attracting. It just starts to flow to you a lot easier because you're happy where you are knowing that the best is yet to come and you stay on that path. And I think that that's a really powerful place to be.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I would love to chat a little bit about, you know, finding that freedom within your business. So, you know, you said like, you know, you were, you ran other businesses where it was just, you Mm -hmm. know, hustle, 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 killing yourself. Um, And I love now that, you know, you're getting up at 4.30, you've got your beautiful five hours in the morning. I love seeing on Insta when you're, you know, out there and you're throwing your tires and everything like that. I love (laughs) it. Um, I'd love to know two parts. One, how you bring that freedom into your life for those who are maybe feeling like, you know, they own a job and they just can't seem to get themselves this, you know, maybe a solopreneur and it feels very like hustle at the moment and how do you take a step back? And two, to chat a little bit about what your morning routine actually is.
0: Yeah, so my um, let's call it like the leveled up self-care began in 2012, right? Back then I was working jobs. Um, I was also working, um, in 2013 for a social media or in 2012, also working for a social media marketing agency. And so I had a nine to five in addition to everything else that I was doing. And I didn't have time. Like I was working nights. I was working days. I was working all the time. and. I decided to create time because I knew that I needed to feel better. What I knew for certain at that time is I didn't feel I didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And the easiest way for me to, because at that point in time, like when you're just starting in the personal development journey, you don't even know what mindset is, right? You're just like, I know how I feel and it sucks and I want to feel better. So usually the first thing people do is like start to work on their physical vessel, like start to work on their physical body. And for me, I wanted to recommit to the gym. Like I used to be an avid uh, way back in the day, like in my early 20s, I was someone who was working out six days a week and I loved it. It was, it was relief for me. Mm. And so I decided in 2012, I'm going to go back to the gym and make that commitment to myself. And I want to take up hot yoga. Um, I'd never done yoga before. I just thought it was a way for me to reconnect to my body. And I didn't have a lot of time right? I was working nights. I was working days. I was working mornings. And so I decided, well, there's Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't work nights. Um, how about I just work out on Tuesdays and thirties, Thursdays right after work? And so as soon as I was done work at 5 PM, I would come home, change, go straight to the gym and then work out for about an hour. And then from there, go to a hot yoga class. <laughs> Simple. Like Tuesdays and Thursdays. That was my that was my life on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I committed to that and it became a non-negotiable. I mean, sure. Um, I didn't go from like shitty life to like a great life right away. I didn't, I was still an addict and I was still binge partying and I was still, you know, doing all sorts of crazy shit on the days that I wasn't at the gym. And I created this new ritual for myself, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So you can start with what you have, with what's available to you. Um And it just grew from there. You know, I started eating healthier. That was something I could control. It's like control what's controllable, right? I can control what I eat. So no more junk food, no more like late night munchies when I'm high and at a nightclub. Like, no, I'm gonna eat well and fuel my body well. And so I started controlling what I was eating and eating real foods and juicing every day and I started to physically feel better, and that's when we start to make better choices for ourselves. So it just kind of snowballed from there because the better I felt, um the more I wanted to feel better.
1: Yeah. I can so agree with that. And I've definitely been through ups and downs myself with health and fitness. And prior to this, I was a personal trainer, but burnt myself to the actual ground Um, and then took a break. And yoga was really what brought me back as well. I'm such a fan. Um, And I think as well, it can be really easy. And I'm first to say as well, then I've gone through, you know, periods of my business where I did get more like, okay, business, business, business. And so important to me is health and wellness. But what we're talking about with the values before that got fully deprioritized and it's something that I've reprioritized again now where it's like you've got to realize like if your physiology isn't being prioritized, like how can you expect to be showing up in other areas of your life? Mm-hmm. And I think that it's so important to be prioritizing that. Um, and I love what you said as well. Like it doesn't have to be the world's biggest change, but just start to take those teeny tiny little shifts. Like what can you commit to? What's controllable for you that you can take control of and just make the shift. And also, like you said, don't expect it to be like an overnight transformation. Right. It's like, not. Give yourself time and allow it to settle in because that you're going to long-term, you know, day to day, you might not even notice, but long-term, you're going to look back in three months, six months ago. Holy shit. Like the person I was before is a shell of the person that I am today. Like, I'm so glad that I did that. So that's really, really powerful. And I think that a lot of us can take a lesson out of that for sure. Um, And now with your morning routine, so what does your morning routine look like from 4.30 to 9.30? What are
0: you doing? (laughs) I mean, from a Monday to Friday, I work out at the gym. Three of those days, I work out with my crazy-ass trainer. And, um, <laughs> and that's the first thing I do when I wake up. So a lot of people will tell you meditate when you wake up. I say do whatever you need to do to, to honor what you need. And so for me, I need movement right away. And yeah. the movement helps me ease anxiety. It's my antidepressant. It helps me ground into my body. It's how I connect with my body. And it gets me amped up. Um, and so I'll wake up go straight to the gym, come home, shower, get ready. And that's when I'll do my morning breath work, meditation and journaling because the gym having worked out, um, that allows me to enter a more calm state. So the frantic energy is now released from my body. I'm able to enter a more calm state so that I can do the breath work and the, and the meditation, the journaling from a more grounded place. And then from there, I mean, I don't know. I just give myself what I need, make some tea, do mm-hmm. take my time to get to the computer, not be in a rush. Um and yeah, 9 30 is when I'll start working and the earliest I'll take calls is 9 30 in the morning. Uh, but it's how I feel at my best, at my prime. And Because I am in a role of leadership and I'm here to serve, I need to serve myself first because this is how I'm going to best serve other people. This is how we amplify our level of service is by first serving to ourselves. You know, I need to every morning do my activation rituals and activate my gifts and activate my being and my essence and my energy to get into a space where I can then serve other people, whether it's clients on -on one-on-one calls or group calls or serving my audience on social media, whatever it is, or my podcast, like I need to get myself to that place.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that you said that. I think that that is just such a powerful little message is, you know, the importance of like serve yourself so you can serve others. And For a lot listening, like I know what it can be like where you're like, no, no, like gotta keep going, gotta keep doing more things, gotta show up, can't waste a minute of the day, all those sorts of things. But you're gonna get to a point where your cup is gonna be empty. Like you Mm -hmm. will hit that point of burning out. And it's so important to be prioritizing yourself and to be prioritizing, you know, the little things that just really help you find that alignment, open up the channel so that you can show up fully expressed in the way that you need to for those that are watching you, consuming your content, working with you. And The other thing that I love that you said was finding the routine that works for you and Mm -hmm. not necessarily modeling what someone else does and being like, okay, this is exactly the answer for me. I have to do that or it's not perfect. I'm the Mm -hmm. same. Like I used to, I used to wake up and first thing, like meditate and journal. And what I've found is I'm actually the exact same as you. It Mm -hmm. serves me better to move my body. Mm -hmm. Um, even if it's 15 minutes of cardio in the morning, which I'm just loving at the moment and doing like a Mm -hmm. weighted workout in the evening. Um, but 15 minutes of cardio, get on, get those sprints happening, like just move my body. And then I come back and I do exactly what you do as well. And Very aligned with that, where you know you've got to find what works for you, and for us, you know, that's moving first, and then you know the practices that feel really good. But for someone listening, it might be the practices first, you know, or for other people, you know, it might be you love to just like get on, smash out your work, be done by one o'clock, and that's when you work out and do your meditation. Like, it's about what finding what works for you, um, and really just opening yourself up to the possibility that like take little bits from people and put it together and trial it out. I think that's one of the biggest things. It's like give it a go. If it doesn't feel great, tweak it. Find what Mm -hmm. works for you and just really play around with it to find the perfect combination to really allow yourself
0: to Find that alignment in the morning. I think that that's epic. Um, Yeah, and like one example I like to share just to drive that home is meditation. Like some people have a like really struggle with meditating, especially if you have anxiety. Um, It's a real struggle. It can actually amplify the anxiety um, because you're constantly you're you're constantly thinking about oh my god I'm doing this wrong oh my god I'm fucking up oh my god and you end up being sucked into that bath pit. Well, meditation for you could be a walking meditation. It could be walking in nature. It could be a coloring book. You yes. can get into a meditative state through coloring. There are so many different options that are available to you. It's about you finding what makes you feel um, at your optimal best. Yes. That's what this is about. And what works for me, flipping tires may not work for you. <laughs> it works for me. Okay. It <laughs> makes me feel good. I couldn't flip a tire like a year ago and I can flip tires. It's amazing. <laughs> but but it's like you have to find things that make you feel good. If your daily rituals leave you feeling depleted or not, not good about yourself, then they're not the right rituals for you.
1: 100%. And I think that is so important to hear is like, don't fall under the obligation of what a ritual looks like, just because yeah. you might see it on social media. If it doesn't work for you, that's fine. There's like a million other rituals out there that you can be doing. Yeah. Play around and figure it out. Find what works for you. And don't feel like you have to fit a mold because. I believe, and I think, you know, from what you're saying, you do as well. There's no perfect mold. There's. I mean,
0: clearly me and you don't fit molds. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's no molds in sight. <laughs>
1: <important No>. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. Like it comes back to everything that we're talking about. Like show up authentically, be the real you, listen to your values, find what's important to you and trust what's going on for you internally because that is honestly where the answers are going to be. Oh goodness. Um, all right. I've got one more question for you and then we'll let our listeners know where they can connect with you. Mm -hmm. Something that I love about you and you, Ruby will share where you can connect with her, but definitely go and connect with her on Instagram. Her stories are amazing. One of my favorite bits about your stories is your daily transmissions. I love them. Mm -hmm. And that is basically what I want our last question to be is if there was one thing that just is coming through you right now that you want to share with our listeners,
0: what is it? Mm. Uh, The world doesn't need more of the same. The world needs you. The world needs your voice, your message, your gifts, your cause, your mission. And it needs you to rise up to the occasion because you and only you have the power to deliver it the way in which it was meant to be delivered.
1: That was beautiful. Oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. You guys can't see Ruby, but her eyes were closed and the energy that I just felt just looking at you through the screen and just listening to those words was amazing. And I know that those listening will have really received the message that they needed from you in divine timing as well. So... Oh, thank you for coming on the show. Honestly, I knew that this was going to be an absolute blessing and it exceeded expectations. So really appreciate you coming on and sharing your light. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, it's been absolutely amazing. And for those that want to connect with you further, which I'm sure that there is going to be many after this interview, where can they find you?
0: yeah you can find me on social media I am Ruby so at I am Ruby on all social media platforms Instagram youtube um Twitter Facebook my favorite places to hang out if you want to DM me and let me know that you listen to this episode um are Instagram and Twitter um so reach out let me know that you listen to this episode share your biggest insight with me I would love to hear from you and um If you want more of me, you want me in your inbox, head on over to my website, rubyframon.com forward slash subscribe. And then if you feel called, if you're a conscious leader and you feel called to rise together and lead by being, then I invite you to apply for the Thought Leader Collective. Um, I'm rolling right now looking for 10 leaders, just a few seats remain. And we start in 2020. Uh, The link for that is rubyfairman.com forward slash TLC.
1: Awesome. That's absolutely amazing. And we will put all of that information in the show notes so that it's super easy for people to go and connect with you thank you so much for coming on the show i love you i appreciate you and i'm so excited for all of the up levels all of our listeners will have gotten out of this thank you so much thank you so much Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for spending this time with me. If you loved the episode, make sure that you let me know by leaving a five-star review, screenshot the episode and share it in your stories or send me a DM. Make sure you come and connect with me over on Insta at Taylor Peters and check out my website for programs, courses, and tools that will help you take everything that we talk about on the podcast to a whole other level. I love you. I'm sending you all the high vibes and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye!